Hey, come on over and have some fun in 2000X. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 2000X podcast where we talk about whatever the heck I find interesting this week. And before I actually start, I want to apologize because, of course, it took very long to make an episode. Mainly because I had a hard time finding things to talk about. However, when I originally started this episode, um, Artemis Fowl had, like, just came out. But it took me so long to actually talk about it because I couldn't process it, process my thoughts about this movie. Yeah, But anyways, um, I'm going to talk about it here because I guess now I finally have a way to say what I've been thinking of. Anyways, um, again, I don't know if I said it already, but uh, welcome back to the 2000X podcast where we talk about games, cartoons, and whatever the heck I find interesting this week. And like I just said, uh, on this week, on this week's episode, I, well, I meant to make to make this like a surprise intro thing, I guess, I don't know. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about the Disney Plus original movie, Artemis Fowl. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Artemis Fowl is the movie... Is a movie about a criminal a boy genius who is also a criminal mastermind who has to save his dad in a world that turns out in a world where it turns out fantasy elements like fairies, trolls, and other creatures are real. And it was released on Disney Plus as an original title. And I gotta say, <clears throat> oh, and I forgot to mention that it is in fact based on a book. And I gotta say that when I heard this movie initially, I was interested. Mainly because all the, I guess, confusion around this movie, or all the thoughts, everybody, all the opinions were kind of more so connected to the fact that this movie is based on a book. And I figured that it was, that maybe I could review it and say that it was interesting. Because, and and keep in mind that when I was thinking about watching it, it was before, well, thinking about reviewing it, it was before watching it. But essentially, I was going to review it because I had never read the book. So I figured I won't have any expectations holding me back from enjoying it. And I know that it is an excuse. If a movie isn't a good representation of the book, it doesn't excuse the lack of connection to the source material. But for me, I figured it'd be kind of like Starship Troopers. Um, for those of you who don't know, Starship Troopers, the book... Um, well, Starship Troopers, the movie, was based on a book that was made before the Cold War. But the thing is that as it was made before the Cold War, the movie was is very military-friendly, if that makes any sense. It's very pro-military. While the, while the... No, wait, the book. Starship Troopers, the book, is very pro-military, while the movie was released after the Vietnam War, and it's very kind of like, the military is not so great kind of thing. However, I enjoy both movies... Like, I enjoy both movies. I mean, I enjoy both Starship Troopers, the book, and the movie for its separate elements. Um, Not the animated movies. Not because I think they're bad, but I haven't gotten a chance to watch them. But they look really awesome, so I can't wait. But yeah, I figured it would be kind of the same thing with um, Artemis Fowl, where the book was great, but the movie could be good in its own way, just not the same as the book. And... I'm sad to say that I was disappointed. I'm personally, if you couldn't tell by me bringing up Starship Troopers, I'm personally a big fan of science fiction. However, I envy fantasy stories because of the freedom they have. Like, for instance, Star Wars and things like Star Wars and Warhammer 40k 
are two things I really like. I at least like, loved it more as a kid, but... Well, 40K I still love. But essentially, I really enjoy them, but they're not science fiction. And again, again, that doesn't mean they're bad at all. Don't get me wrong. They're freaking awesome, especially 40K. But it's not science fiction. And, of course, I enjoy those more. I can, like... Again, I can name off name those two off the top of my head versus any science fiction movie because... Well, Aliens and Independence Day, but... Um, again, I'm getting distracted. Essentially, I admire fantasy, which this, which Artemis Fowl is a fantasy movie, um, because of like how much freedom it has. It doesn't have a lot of freedom. You still have to, of course, have good writing for it to be a good movie. But when it comes to, especially me, it doesn't matter if the writing is good or if it holds up or whatever. If the action is enjoyable, I'm I'm still down for it. But unfortunately, I do have to say that even the action in Artemis Fowl was not enjoyable. I'm going to try to keep this as short as I can, so don't expect a very long podcast. Then again, 2000X was made to be like a 10-minute podcast, so, you know. But I might go over that time even. I'm going to try not to repeat myself or other reviewers, but essentially, I'm kind of repeating everybody anyways. I guess to kind of jump into it, while I was ready for this movie... I was really excited for this movie. The biggest downfall had to be with, um, I guess, not production. I heard that it was in development hell, which also kind of affects my thoughts on the movie because I was originally going to give it a pass because I was thinking like, oh, well, with current current events, a.k.a. the pandemic, um, which I'm sorry to remind you if you also have troubles with current things going on. I, I feel you. I've been like nervous whenever my family turns on the news it's like i don't want to hear it you know um but yeah i also i do when i it comes down to it i figured that maybe artemis fell had some troubles when that happened so they had um a hard time actually like making the movie but then i heard that it was in development hell for like before all this even happened so i was like frustrated even more because that just means that yeah it was just bad writing i'm getting super distracted i'm getting more into the outside world of the movie but essentially um this movie really had one major flaw that i um can say for certain like i'm not a super good reviewer like i never took any classes to look for what is good and what's bad most of the stuff i learn is essentially off of youtube like anybody else um and one thing i can say for certain from what i've heard from youtube is that this movie had this movie's biggest downfall and well, I mean, other people have said it, but what I mean is the flaw. I mean, okay. Um, the biggest downfall of this movie had to be that they, throughout the movie, they really like to tell you information without backing it up. And in a way, I mean, the way they did it is fine. Um, for those of you who don't know, they used a narrator to tell you everything. And again, that's fine. Because, I mean, especially for a short movie like Artemis Fowl, having a narrator can be useful to relay information that you might not be able to receive through visual, you know? Like, but the thing is, you still need a visual of what's going on to kind of back up with what the characters are saying. For instance, throughout the movie, they really try to push the fact that Artemis is some kind of boy genius, and they give you, quote-unquote, examples, but they never really show you any examples of the examples, if that makes any sense. For instance, there's a part where the narrator says, he cloned a goat. And he beat the world's best uh, champion chess player. But 
even like throughout that segment, they could have shown some example of him doing those things. Maybe a trophy on the wall that had like a chess piece or a picture of the goat. They had like a video of the goat or something, but that was it didn't even feel connected to like the fact that he quote unquote cloned a goat. So it just kind of feels like random information being thrown at you. Even when they do try to prove this, the stuff they're saying, like they have a section where Artemis um, is a jerk to some, to some psychiatrist and it, it, I'm, I'm going to get distracted. But essentially they had a part where he was being a jerk to some psychiatrist and he essentially goes, tells the psychiatrist that his uh, grandfather's favorite chair wasn't really from some royal background or whatever by analyzing the chair and to show that he was smart what they did is basically of course make him say some gibberish and basically in the end say yeah it's a fake but the problem is it didn't really apply to the rest of the movie um i don't know if i mentioned the plot already but essentially a a summary is that he's artemis is trying to save his dad but he has to deal with like the fantasy world around his father's um criminal empire if that makes any sense but he's not we aren't even shown anything related to the fantasy not until later on which to be fair is usually like an okay thing but it's hard to justify that even like in in most writing right like especially for suspense when there's something when, when there's a fantasy element based on my memory when there's a fantasy element it's um Usually, its importance is introduced in the third act. So, like, for instance, Lord of the Rings. I I don't... Actually, no, I can't remember that movie, so I can't use that as an example. But I guess... I'm trying to remember. Um, Man, what was it? There was something. Ah, I had an example. Essentially, you are... Even when you know that something is very important, you're not supposed to know of its importance until later on. But that doesn't, of course, work with the entire setting. Usually, you know that the world is of a fantasy movie is, is fantasy, but it's introduced, at least. In this movie, it takes so long. I got very distracted, especially. Oh, man, I, I'm already past 20, 10 minutes. Damn. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this movie's biggest trouble is, again, they tell you... They tell you information that you should know, such as the importance of some item known as the acorn, which is your your classic MacGuffin. I think it's called the Aculus, the Oculus, but I like to call it the acorn because it looks like an acorn, and I don't want to give this movie that credit of making something super cool, but it's, you know, it's basically a MacGuffin. They tell you the importance of this MacGuffin, but they tell you it never really, it, but it never matters, if that makes any sense. It, it feels like a prize that nobody knows of like like oh yeah it's very important to me and it's like but why is it important oh uh, i don't know that's how it feels like with the oculus the oculus the acorn i'm gonna call it the acorn again um and again that's this movie's biggest trouble is just that they don't want they don't seem to tell you or they don't seem to really portray how important certain information is even when they do have something like a character-defining moment, it never really sticks around. For instance, with Artemis, right? They tell you that he basically... The whole scene with the psychiatrist is basically to say that his dad's the most important person. 
because he can't make friends at school or whatever. But later on, he ends up, like, making friends with a fairy that he captures. Which is even worse because she's apparently part of some super master plan of his. However, the whole plan in itself just feels kind of random. It's supposed to be convoluted and based on information he's read, but it's information the audience doesn't know about. For instance, I can probably know about dwarves and elves and whatever this movie has in it beforehand, but just because I know that doesn't mean that my younger cousin, who this movie was probably aimed towards, will know that information. So when a dwarf is finally introduced, he's not going to know what the heck it is or why it matters. Again, this movie just had that same problem of really... Presenting information, but never truly, I guess, expressing why it was important. Which is very problematic, especially at the end. Because at the end, when he finally does save his dad, it feels very deus ex machina-like. Because he he saves his dad using the MacGuffin, but he doesn't... What's it called? But we don't know what this thing can do. We're just told that it's super important to everybody. So it just feels kind of like... Random. It, it's super frustrating, man. And again, I don't want to repeat myself. I actually did this episode so many times. But it also it got way too long. And it got like very repetitive. So I didn't want to continue. In short, I guess this movie felt like a... If you've ever played Dead Space... The tutorial for Dead Space. It felt like a long version of the tutorial. Constantly remind you of right, right, blah, reminding you of information. But the difference is that in the tutorial of Dead Space, you at least get to use it. Because it's a video game. In Artemis Fowl, you're just sitting there as they constantly remind you, quote unquote, how cool Artemis is. And how important the Oculus is. And in fact, the Artemis himself has another problem I had. In short, he reminds me, he reminds me of something I made... In middle school, I used to write a lot in middle school, and in short, being a kid, I used to make a lot of Mary Sue's. Artemis was presented as a very smart kid, however, he's never really shown as smart, he's just, we're just told he's smart. So, when he does something smart and is basically rewarded for it, it feels very much like as if the world is just bending over to make him feel right. It's, it's frustrating, again... Well, it's frustrating for me, especially because, of course, I used to write crap like that. But it's also frustrating because it's the importance is not the importance is downplayed. It's hard to explain this. It's frustrating also because it makes him feel like an annoying prick. (laughs) I didn't want to cuss. I'm sorry. But for those of you who I know that in the movie, I mean, that in the book, he's apparently a villain. However, in this movie... He doesn't feel like a villain, or even as a jerk. I'm getting a little bit distracted with my points, and this is kind of the trouble I had with the first time. He actually lacks any real character. Things really just happen, and he just feels like as if he's there to give us dialogue. Him and the narrator. Again, having a narrator isn't a bad idea, but at least makes some sense with the character. For me, right, my biggest trouble had to be um, when it comes to scenes directly, is there's a part where Artemis has a butler, right? Who is... His, his connection isn't even really established with Artemis. We just know that he's the butler. They try to play it off as if his butler dying was very important 
like as if it was a very sad moment for everybody. However, we don't really know about anybody's connection to this character. We just know that he's apparently a bodyguard slash butler and that's about it. I mean, like, characters are crying because he's about to die or whatever. But even then, guess what happens? He's brought back to life by the MacGuffin that's basically... No, not the MacGuffin. I guess there was a character that has magic. Again, fantasy is real, but it doesn't even feel like it in this movie. Fantasy is real in the movie, (laughs) but it doesn't feel like it because we're not really introduced to anything. I'm getting frustrated because I'm trying not to nitpick, but I'm also trying to talk about this movie. But in short, this isn't even a movie you want to watch once. It's it feels very boring and frustrating. The ending doesn't even feel deserved. They just use them use. Like I said, it's a deus ex machina ending. They just use it to bring the characters Artemis's dad to life or dad away from the bad guy because guess what he was kidnapped by a fantasy creature yeah i can't really properly review this movie and i my time's been up like a long time ago yeah but hopefully i guess i kind of did hopefully i can share my opinion and just say this isn't really a worth it movie you know you might as well boot up a game of black ops rather than watch this or something or even better yet watch percy jackson because while a few people on YouTube apparently don't like that movie. I gotta say, it has a lot more heart than Artemis Fowl did. That's for certain. Or Sorcerer's I want to say Sorcerer's Apprentice, but I haven't got a chance to watch that because freaking Disney Plus doesn't have it yet. Anyways, I guess that's it for this episode of the podcast. Hopefully next week, I'll be able to have something better to talk about. I may be talking about a movie that is hated by a lot of people that I talked about a while back. It's Godzilla. Godzilla 1998. But I'm going to justify, I'm going to try to justify myself and explain why I enjoy it. But I'm I'm not saying that it didn't have its flaws because it had its flaws. Anyways, that's next week. But for this week, that's all for now. Hope you guys enjoyed. I, I want to say enjoyed this, but I mean, it was very, it was very short. It was very short. Anyways, uh, I guess I shouldn't end it now. Bye!